This is Bro Time Podcast, and I'm Drew, and today my special guest is Lee. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, um, do you know what I'm going to ask you about today? Uh, I believe something about uh, management or people management. Yeah. Um, can you give a quick introduction of what you do, like what field you're in or industry, just in general? Um, so, I am a benefits analyst, coordinator, whatever you want to call it. At a healthcare company that manages um, skilled uh, thirty skilled nursing facilities across Illinois, Kansas, and Indiana, I believe. Okay. Um, specifically, I wanted to ask you about your time where you actually managed people. Right. right? So, can you explain a little bit more, like what type of um, skill set you were managing? Sure. If you, if, if you, if if that makes sense, like. Not your skill set, but, like, what were the skill sets of the people you were managing? Gotcha. Right. So, I guess I'll give a little background on how I got started with the company, because that would, that would uh, make th- my answer to that question make sense. So, when I graduated college, I was applying to a bunch of jobs, as most people do. And um, my main focus was healthcare, though, because that's an industry I really wanted to work in. And so, the company that I currently work for had a program. It's like a, every company has one of these, a management and, um, and training program. So, it's like a rotational thing. So, I was placed in one of the skilled nursing facilities. And my job at the onset was to um, handle the facility staffing. So, I was charged with pretty much keeping staff in the building. And the only staff that are in the building, aside from administration, are nurses and CNAs. So I was managing a lot of nurses and a lot of CNAs mostly. Okay. Um, so how was your experience doing that? Were you ever like always working, not working too much until there's a problem or like not working at all? <laughs> I would say it varied, but it was mostly the second one. Like it, it, was, it, was, a, it was a typical 40-hour week until something happened, you know, like an employee did something or... The state came in the building for an audit, and you had to, you know, ramp your whole all your staff up and make sure they're doing the right things, doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I think in any industry, like uh, companies, just want high level, high skilled, high leveled uh, employees on staff, not for the day to day, but in case something goes wrong, they know what to do, they know how to do it, um, and they can do it in a timely manner as well. I, I agree with that, but I would say in healthcare, it's a little different. Because you you never know, like the state doesn't really announce when they're gonna walk into your building. Hmm. So you you're always on your toes and making sure you have enough. Like for me at least, making sure we had enough staffing in the building. Like there were days where, because during the week it's a little easier to coordinate the staffing, but on thir- like towards the end of the week, Thursday, Friday, we have to get the weekend schedule together. There were days where me and my uh, assistant administrator were there till like seven, eight p.m. Make like trying to get people to work on the weekends because no one really wants to pick up shifts on the weekends. Like, and I was there during the summer too, so it was especially tough. Everyone, everyone wanted to be outside and whatever. So yeah. Also, um, so what was the like? You know, the clients, um, or what would you call them? Patients. Uh, residents. Residents, right. Yeah. So, like, what is the age usually for your residents? Because that does matter, right? Uh, yeah. So, a skilled nursing facility is similar to a nursing home. Only 
in the population really and we accept all ages but for the most part most of our population was geriatric which was which just means older individuals so yeah but, but we definitely had all ages i had a guy who was like 21 who was in my facility so did you have did you have to do any of like the um any jobs that usually a nurse or a cna would do do you ever uh, have to do that there was a time actually where so all the cnas are in a union Mm-hmm. And there was a strike that was going to happen. It was actually publicized. Oh. So if it did happen, yes, the administration, we would have to do like what the CNAs did. And not the clinical stuff, because that's illegal. Yeah. But the, the nurses aren't in the union, so they would be there, be there anyway. But as far as like cleaning them and like bathing them or like shaving or whatever, like yeah, like if if we, if if we, if it had to be done, we we would have done it. We can we can't leave the residents, so like it doesn't matter. Like it's our problem, not theirs. Yeah, um, I've had a bunch of friends be part-time uh, CNAs, right? Yeah, that's how you say it, mm-hmm. right? So I had a bunch of them, and they're doing like. The craziest work for like little amount of money. No, oh, yeah. I mean, they. I'll say this about CNAs. They, it was definitely a difficult thing managing all of them because it's a lot of different personalities. But they, for what they do and for the amount of money they paid, it, 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 it's a. Uh, I commend them a lot for it. Can you like elaborate on like what tasks specifically you were talking about? Like That's I know fun. you mentioned some of them uh, previously, but like CNA specifically. So CNA and the, uh, the it's an abbreviation or acronym for certified nurse assistant. So you're just a nurse's assistant. You do everything that the nurse either won't do or doesn't have the time to do. So the nurse typically takes care of the clinical portion of the patient. So passing pills, giving them shots, like you know, if if, if someone is having a like having a problem, like he's, they're the doctor. The de facto doctor in the building and the CNA. So each each CNA walks in the building. They check off at the front desk saying that they're here, and they're each they're each of them are assigned a set by their nurse. So each floor mm-hmm. has a nurse. There's two nurses a floor, depending how big the building is, depending how big the population is, depending how many nurses and CNAs will be on each floor. So each CNA has a set. A set is um, a group of patients or residents. And what they have to do is they have to check in on them constantly. There's no breaks except for the half an hour that, you know, everyone gets. So anything from feeding them, you got to move them, you got to clean them. You got to, if someone's incontinent and they can't go to the bathroom by themselves, you got to, you got to do what you got to do. You got to clean the poop. You got to clean the pee. You got to shave them. You got to clothe them. Yeah. Like, um, it's kind of odd, like. It's great these guys are doing it because it's also, I would say it's partly a job and it's partly community service as well. Like it's it's one in one, you know. Because yeah. like you can easily go to another place and make the same amount of money, but not get that kind of experience. Because uh, in my opinion, like uh, don't a lot of CNAs, etc. Um, well, not the nurses, but the CNAs, um, they're doing this to get experience for another job in the future or something like that. Or do they usually say CNAs? Uh, in my experience, I would say a small majority are CNAs because they're in nursing school or something, and they're going to become a nurse later. But the, but the majority of the time, a lot of CNAs are just, that's what they do. They're CNAs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it, it costs a lot of money to go to nursing school and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. And a CNA license happened, it's, I believe, it's six weeks. So it's, it's, a short, it's a short period of time to get the license. 
Okay. Um, let's go back to like uh, managing, right? So, have you managed people that are older than you, or have been doing the job longer than you? Um, for the six months I was in facility, that was every day. I was the youngest person in the building. I was uh, I was twenty two at the time, and yeah, I was I was the, I was the youngest one. In general, like, what are, like, the challenges of, like, trying to tell somebody who's more experienced or older to do something? Uh, dumb taking you seriously. And then not looking at you like, man, you're my son's age. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was definitely one of the biggest challenges for me. I, I definitely had to find my voice. I, and, like, you know me, Drew, but I'm, I'm not the, like, I'm, I'm a nice person. But I can also be, you know, like, forceful when I need to be. So I really had to, mm-hmm. had to hone into that when it came to that because it's, it's a very confrontational right right right, position. right yeah. exactly and there was a lot of confrontations that the man up and just handled because at first like i was young i was 22 these some of these ladies and, and guys are 35 45 55 like they're my mother's age like i'm not gonna tell them what to do but eventually you know i got i eased into it and it got a little easier yeah i think everybody can relate like no matter what industry um, you are a person fresh out of school, no matter how skilled they're yeah. not going to their their um, opinions are not going to be as valuable right, to right. these individuals. Yeah. But like I had um, like while I was in college, I was, uh, you know, the president of my fraternity. So I had that experience leadership, leadership and yeah. like managing people, imagine not the best like population when it comes to um adhering to rules or doing, like, <laughs> showing do, up when right, they need to exactly so yeah. I, I had that bit of experience and i i, I kind of knew how to handle situations like that and so that that experience helped me out is it like um did they test you on these skills um before you got the job or was it like you got the job and then you were tested on those skills because like you probably had some colleagues in this similar position how did they fare versus yourself you know um i don't want to be cocky here but there were 20 people that interviewed for the program and three of us got the got positions and i was i've been told by the recruiter to hire us i was by far the best one so like i i I mean it could be a a number of factors it could be the uh, the building i was in what i was doing whatever but so what was your major again in school I was an economics major. Okay, so it's not like is it hundred percent like correlates to this position, or is it like? See, that's the that's the fun part about economics, especially when you get a. I got a BA in economics, so it's a little broad. Like mm-hmm. we cover everything. So labor economics, for example, just staffing is definitely was a big part of my finance economics, economics a little bit. Yeah, like uh, accounting kind of stuff. Exactly, and uh, I did a little bit more than staffing too there, but because around people management, you know. That's the main focus. But, yeah. Um. So, how did your school experience help? Did it help? Like, my, my classes and stuff? Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I, I used um, I used a lot of the economic techniques and theories. <laughs> I mean, as weird as it sounds, to, um, I put them in practice over there. Like, you, like there's a, there's a, there's a way, almost, it's almost like a formula to find the optimal, like, staffing or labor level hmm. to where you're not, um, there's a labor level as in like the amount of workers you have mm-hmm. at the same time. Were you, did you do any interviews too? Yeah, I did. Um, I did a lot of interviews, lots and lots of interviews. The thing about the healthcare industry and working with CNAs is, is that the turnover is ridiculous. 
Because a CNA position is in high demand everywhere. You can get a job mm. in CNA. Everywhere. So you gotta you gotta offer a competitive rate and uh, right. competitive workplace experience also. Exactly. You gotta you gotta and you gotta have a. I want to say you have to like cater to them, but at the same time, because they're in such high demand, you don't really. You don't really want to do that too much because even if they leave, like you're, you're going to, you're gonna have applicants for the position. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. There's so it's kind of like a 50 50 yeah. split with the advantage and disadvantage of it. Like you just gotta play it right. Yeah, and there's also like a skill level kind of thing too, right? Yeah. So you can easily get a somebody who's never done the job versus somebody who knows what they're doing. You can rely on. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But, so what do you look in? In like a CNA or a, do you even interview nurses as well? Uh, I didn't really interview nurses too much just because it, it was such a technical thing. Okay. Like I, the we had a, a director of nursing who handled that. Okay, kind of that stuff, makes so. sense. Yeah. So yeah. for the CNAs, like, what do you look for when you? Well, first, um, your education. So you need that certification. You can't work as a CNA without the certification. It can't be. How sus- long does it usually take to get a certification like that? Six weeks. Six weeks? Not too no, bad. Not too bad at all. That's why it's it's economical too. So you, you get it. So we look for a certification. That's one um, work history. Obviously, you don't have to have super extensive work history because you can always learn on a job. Mm-hmm. And you can pick it up quickly. What about like uh, personality wise? Like, what kind of person do you have to be? You, I mean, you have to be. You you have to be you have to be a caring person. You have to come off as someone who cares about what they're doing and loves what they're doing. Like because, patient. Yeah, you have to be patient as well. You have to be empathetic. You have to um, just love what you're doing because it's a tough job. And if you if you if you hate it, and you're just there for a paycheck. You're probably gonna quit. Hmm. And that could also attribute to the high turnover rate sometimes. Exactly. Do a lot of newer applicants come in and leave, or is it like the older ones? That come in and leave? Uh, or is it all over the place? It's usually the new ones. I would say it's all over the place, really. Like, where where I was working, there were there's CNAs that have been working there for 20 years or so. Mm. Like, they, they just stayed there. Because, you know, this is, that's what they do, that's what they love, and yeah. whatever. Well, you can always say, like, um, you know how people get conf- comfortable in their position? Right. They just don't even want to look for another job, even if they can get something better. or It's just, like, the comfort of, hey, I'm here... And I can just chill and do, just do the same thing over and over. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. wow, they've been doing they've been doing this here. They're familiar with a lot of the residents that live there, so why why start over? Right. Um. So then, talking to interviews again, right? Um. So, what would you recommend a person interviewing for the position? What would they like? What would the interview process actually actually? What would the interview process go like? So, like, they come to the place. So, what happens first? So, honestly, this is for anyone that has a CNA license that happens to listen to this and is looking for a job. You can walk into any skilled nursing facility. It doesn't have to be one of ours. Just walk in or call first or what? Just walk in? You can walk in and say, hey, are you guys hiring? Eight times out of ten, they're probably hiring. (laughs) You're going to get an application and fill it out. This is how we did it. You get an application, you fill it out. The receptionist takes your application and says, okay, hold on. Let me um, get myself for the HR director. And you have interview on the spot. Wow. Okay. So do you have to suit up or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I have to dress professionally. Not you, the the applicant. Seeing that it's not the most, like, I'm trying to word it carefully. 
we don't it's it it's not like matter. an office job yeah it, it, we're not looking at that i mean as long as you're coming and you're presentable mm-hmm. like it, it does say something about you how you're dressed in an interview no matter what the job is mm-hmm. but sometimes you're desperate as an employee so it's like you know whatever we can look past it yeah okay so um like going back to the interview like um what would be the first thing like you said the interview would just start off so mm-hmm. would it be like with a like usually when you think about other industries it's like hr then it's like the technical yeah and then like it's exactly like that and then you speak to the head boss if you're about to get the job it's it's exactly like, like that, that. So you walk in, you interview with uh, our HR person, and sometimes I would sit in too. And Has I'll, anybody like ever bounced out like of HR, like didn't pass the HR screen? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I'll tell you a story at the end of this one. Um, so you interview with the HR person, which is me and another gentleman, and then um, if if you, you get through that part, we um, we get the director of nursing in to come ask you like the nursing questions and whatever and the clinical portion and if she likes you you pass that then we take it to the assistant administrator he comes in like interviews you as well and then he really he can have the final say but he has a boss as well which is administrator Hmm. so he usually the one who does hiring like hey we like her and then once you're hired or if the administrator really wants to meet you she can come she'll come and say hello but once you're hired then you meet the administrator but really the buck stops the assistant administrator when it comes to hiring cnas okay and then were you going to tell me a story about oh yeah there was what a... happened with the hr <laughs> you you shouldn't feel so bad cuz i guess it happened in the hr you probably won't see that person again oh no like um there was this lady who came in to interview and we she was asked, like, what uh, what happened to your last place? Like, why did you quit? She was like, all, all these black people were just giving me so much trouble. Like, <laughs> I don't really get along with black people that much. And mind you, our building was probably 90% of the CNAs are black. <laughs> so, obviously, she was not going to work out. Like, it, it was just, it, it wasn't That's going to work fu- out. Was it, like, I feel like those are, like, pranks, Right? No, like some guy, real, somebody dude. just coming in and they're like saying something like that. Like I have tons of stories I can share, but just because of HIPAA, I won't uh, like talk about it too much. But uh-huh. it, yeah, no, I I usually think the same things, but man, like I've seen some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I think that's all the managerial questions I have for you. Unless you could think of anything, any topics I haven't covered. So I did the interview, the actual, um, what the day-to-day is of the positions, and then what it's like to manage people. So yeah. that's what uh, we covered. I yeah. would say it's definitely a rewarding thing. Like, I don't do it anymore. I moved up to the corporate office, but it was, I would say without it, like, I I mean, it's, it's definitely a skill that I would put on my resume. Honestly, I, I think you could probably leverage uh, your experience there yeah, for, no, for sure. a managerial position in corporate office. No, yeah, definitely. Especially within the same uh, company. Uh, yeah. The good thing about my company is um, we uh, it's young. It started in 2007, I believe. So, But it's fast, it's fast growing, and everyone's like young and bright. So you move up quickly depending on the work that you put in. So, hmm. so if uh, the listener knows you personally, they should hit you up for a job right about now. Hey, if, you're, <laughs> if you're a CNA, let me know. I, I can find you a job. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I think that's all I have for you today. Uh, thanks for joining me today right, on Bro sure. Time Podcast. And, thanks for um, having me.
That's it. Thank All you. Right, cool. Bye.